Well, today on Nation, a window cleaning podcast, we're talking all about advertising tips. So how do you do it? What do you look for? What do you try to do? I'm going to make you a better advertiser. I'm going to make you more money. So stay tuned to WCR Nation. What's up, everybody? Jersey here from windowcleaner.com, and you are here. What's up? If it's your first time here, how's it going? My name is Jersey. I'm a rep with windowcleaner.com, and I've been doing this for like six years. So if you're in the industry, go back and binge. I'm telling you, hundreds of these episodes. So some of them don't suck either. So they got that going for you. Go back and watch, listen, binge, YouTube, all of that. It's anywhere podcasts are found. And of course, uh, also on YouTube. Um, and uh, I do a shameless plug every week. So you're going to hear the same spiel. This week is no different. I'm going to tell you, I'm a rep for windowcleaner.com. And this is what I do. I put orders in for people. I am an account rep. And I want to be your rep. So please, let me put your orders in. All you awesome people who already do uh, high five, by the way. But if you want to make my day, all you have to do, shoot me a text. I can put it in manually or you can click save this cart and tell me it's in. And all I got to do is push the button for you. I'll save everything, all your information, make it as easy as possible. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but I get credit for the sale and that's how I live. So, you know, that's a good thing. Uh, my number directs 862-312-2026. That's a cell phone. Call me. Text me. Smoke signals. Facebook. Text me. Text me is the fastest. Um, also, if you haven't yet noticed all of the amazing window cleaning stickers, uh, all of the talk, everybody's talking about American Window Cleaner Magazine. It is the greatest magazine for window cleaners. Yes, it's a real magazine. If you want to look at the PDF, it's on awcmag.com, but I beg you to get a subscription. Uh, if you want a magazine delivered to your door every single month with amazing pictures, posters, awesome articles, things to make you better, new products, gears, and the window cleaning stickers in each issue every month, then go to awcmag.com and get a subscription. And I see when people get subscriptions, so go and do that. Um, make my day. You could just be my favorite person. Let me put your orders and get a subscription. There's tons of you out there who do that already. Thank you, by the way. Anyway, okay, so today, what we're talking about is tips for advertising. Now, you know that advertising has to be done. Some of you go, well, I don't advertise. It's just word of mouth. Cool, that's fine. I'm not talking specifically then to you if you have that plan. But for the rest of us who are trying to grow at a fast pace, you need to advertise. You need to advertise. I mean, word of mouth is great, and you're always going to get a lot of referrals if you're doing it right. By the way, ask for, for referrals. Don't just hope they come. Ask for referrals. But advertising is an active thing on your part, right? The better the ad, the more you get coming in, the more money you can put towards it, the more people see it, the more all of that. Advertising is active because you're going out there asking for it. Referrals are passive. You get a lot of referrals, but they just come. You don't really have control over them. With advertising, you do. Now, advertising 
is marketing to some degree, right? There's a lot of pieces that come to that, but really what I'm gonna be talking about today is the ad itself. How to make an awesome ad, how to make it connect with people, and how to get people to buy. Because in the end of the you know day, if people aren't buying from your ads, it's a failed ad. Like, yeah, it's nice to tell people about your company, but if they're not buying, then the ad campaign did not succeed. Now, there's a lot of you out there who have done ads and go, yeah, no, Facebook ads don't work for me. Not in my area, not my customers. No, I've done these ads, they don't work. No, uh, that's because your ads suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, if you want to send me hate mail, it's jersey at windowcleaner.com. Shoot me an email, tell me how much I uh, am wrong. But I'm telling you, a real ad that is well put together, split tested, and done right will work. It's just science. It's just science. This is why when XYZ, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, any of these big companies, when they do an ad, it's through an ad agency who devotes their entire life to understanding the psychology of ads, buying triggers, people. They understand all of that and that's why it works. But you and I, we can't do that. We can't hire an advertising agency. I don't know about you. But it's expensive, crazy expensive, in fact. So, what can we do? Well, we can start to learn. We can start to understand it a little bit better, and then we can make a better ad. It's just that simple. And the first rule to advertising is the entire purpose of an ad, initially, is to get their attention. Now, if you're watching this clip, maybe you've seen it on Facebook, maybe you know that I have a Facebook page. By the way, follow my Facebook page because you know it's a thing. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube, Jersey WCR Nation, by the way. New series is coming out finally. Um, but do all that stuff, right? But maybe you're seeing things on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, you're seeing ads every minute. There's all ads all around you. You're just not seeing them. They say that we see 10,000 ads a day. 10,000 pieces of like marketing-y whatever. You drive by buildings, there's logos, right? Signs in the front. Signs telling you about the sales. You don't see them all the time. You, your brain can't function if it's trying to read and, and, and take in 10,000 ads a day. There's 10,000 ads that suck because they didn't grab your attention. Now, I can't say they all suck, obviously. The ad is supposed to trigger something in the right person. You are not going to be able to create an ad that every single person sees, likes, loves, and buys because every single person is not your target. Right? But what we need to do is take something that stops the motion, that stops the swiping, that stops the scrolling, that stops all of that, and goes, ah. right? Hey, look at this. 
Getting somebody's attention is the first thing you have to do in an ad. People just go, well, I got this ad of me doing this, right? Or, or um, if you're listening, I just made a dumb face. Uh, but I, I, I got a picture of my guy on a ladder cleaning a window in this mansion. Why would anybody stop to look at that? That's impressive to you and maybe your window cleaning buddies. Man, look at this 50,000 square foot house I did. Cool. I think that's awesome. You think that's awesome. Your customer doesn't care. Okay. Well, now you understand that your customer doesn't care. Why would you make that an ad? Why would you make an ad of a picture of, you know, your truck with a bunch of guys standing in front of it? Right? Now here's a picture of my crew. Here's all my gear. No one cares. They don't care. Understand that in an ad, you can't care what it looks like. You have to understand that they have to care what it looks like. What is going to get somebody who even subliminally wants window cleaning? You have to get their attention. And the, the stuff that people post out there doesn't get their attention. I don't want to see that you're, you know, bio-friendly chemicals. No. By the way, that doesn't resonate with any customer. Any customer, because they don't know what that's for. They have to connect window cleaning. It has to be window cleaning first, then you can tell them why. Well, use my USP is because I use bio-friendly chemicals, which is complete buckus anyway. Uh, but, you know, you have to get them to understand what you do first to get their attention. Oh, what's the right? You know, then you understand that that's what it is. You have to get their attention, get them to stop scrolling. Well, how do you get them to stop scrolling? You have to understand your buying triggers. You have to understand what gets people to trigger that in their brain. And you have to be visually satisfying. There's so many times that people put ads out and they go, well, I like this. They've not asked anybody. They've not gone through it with anybody. They haven't looked at the color combinations. They haven't looked at the image placement or things. There's multiple uh, texts on there. The texts are too small. The pictures are too big. None of it lines up. It's not in alignment. The pictures are different sizes. They're different angles. There's just so much going on that is visually upsetting. When you look at something... You go, oh gosh, what? Ah, you've seen it. I'm not even going to name the ad, but there are people in our industry who create ads for their product, and you look at it and you're like, what is this? This is like a, a ten-year-old from from 1996 made this. That is an unvisually satisfying ad. That ad will never, not ever, sell anything ever. But the person who made that ad is going to go, well, ads just don't work for my customers. It's word of mouth. No, your ads suck. That's unfortunately the, the best part. And, and it's not your ads, by the way. It's my ads, too. I do uh, ads myself, and sometimes they just suck. Get something out there after a day or two. I'm like, well, got to change that one. There's nothing. Right? That's where split testing comes in. We're not even going to get into split testing. But split test everything. But you have to be visually satisfying. If you have a great message, 
and it looks like an awful, you know, clip art. You didn't even remove the background. You got this picture with a big white box around. Like, if you create something that does not look good to the masses, you could be as proud as you want of your project and it's not going to make you anything. And the truth of the matter is, when you make a really good ad, you're still going to be proud of it. So stop making ads that do not trigger something as visually satisfying. They don't look great. Here's a, here's a great option for you. When you're doing ads, there is something called a color scheme. A color scheme means that all of the colors that are in the ad work very well together. And you can find this, just type in Google, go color scheme or, or um, uh, color, um, they do it in houses and everything else. I forget the term, but you find the colors that all go together, right? It's this brown with this brown, with this red, with this blue, this whatever. They're those ones all work together. If you do that, your ad will look visually nice. Understand 10,000 ads, lots of them are junk. They don't use the right colors. They don't use the right color schemes. They don't put stuff together. They slap it up and go, hey, this green looks great, or hey, it's red. I have a, yes, there's buying things in each color makes sense, different things, but the whole ad has to look like it works. It all has to be aligned, right? If you're doing left alignment or right alignment or center alignment, awesome. But don't do some center, some left, and some right because then it doesn't look at all proper and when something doesn't look at all proper you're not going to spend the time to look at it i see this one almost always with websites people put this on websites right they do a block here and this is aligned center you know there's some text and then this one's a left alignment and then all the pictures are left and right then left and right but the center it, it has to be uniform because in human nature uniformity is beauty that's why I'm unattractive because my, my uh, well, lots of things, but uh, no, but if you ever look into what humans find attractive, it is uniformity. The more perfect a face can be uniform between the left and the right half, your brain instantly goes, that's beauty. That's where ads come in. That's why all cars except one car called the Cube have all been the same one side to the other, right? If you cut a car down the middle from hood to trunk, the left side and the right side are a mirror image of each other. If you look at models and if you look at any type of, of, of beautiful things, there's symmetry and it just translates symmetry, right? You have to be visually satisfying and you have to make sure that when it gets somebody's attention, they stop and look at it and their brain can allow them to go into the ad, right? Another thing that people don't do in their ads is they're not relatable. Like I said before, if you have a picture of them cleaning some 50,000 square foot mansion, you got 10 guys on the job, that's awesome for you and I, but not for 90 5% of your customers. A, if somebody has a 50,000 square foot mansion, a 10,000, 15, whatever the size is, if they have a giant mansion, 
they more than likely have a maintenance company or a property manager or somebody who takes care of all that headaches for them. So they're not looking at your head anyway. No one wants to see the big house. You and I are like, whoa, that's cool, right? Go to Pro Window Cleaning and Facebook and you'll see it all the time. But a customer goes, well, that's big. They're not going to want to do my, my little house, my little 2,000 square foot house, my little 3,000 square foot house, my little 4,000 square foot house. They don't translate that into, wow, if they do in this big one, they'd love to do my little pee box. No. The best pictures you can have is of you cleaning smaller houses than they have. Not only is it translatable, right? They understand, they can see it. Oh man, yeah, they could do that. I, I wonder if they could take care of mine, right? I wonder if they could take care of mine gets them into it. It gets them to be intrigued, right? If it's a giant house or a giant complex or if you, all your ads are high rise, no one in the house is going to call you because they're like, well, they're not going to drop on chair. That does not relate. And I see that all the time. I see things that people are proud of individually. They put those as their ads. It doesn't much make sense, right? It doesn't translate to people. What does is a smaller house, right? Maybe the view isn't super awesome, right? We still have to make it visually appealing, so how do we change that? You don't want to look into a dumpster of a yard. But you need to have something that people can go, whoa, look at this. They're going to be able to do mine. No problem. If you have these giant mansions, which everybody wants to do, it's bragging for you. It does not translate at all. It has to be relatable. What is your avatar? We've talked about this one before. Um, I want to know what your avatar is. What is your typical customer? Everybody has it. I guarantee you, if you really look at it or sit back and think, you have customers that make up more than 50%. It's like the same customer, right? We only have a 2,500 square foot house. It's a cookie cutter. They got 24 windows, right? They're, they're married with two kids. They have a dog and a cat. And, and um, you know, the husband works uh, 45 minutes away. And the, the wife works uh, selling Mary Kay or whatever that is, whatever the vision is for you, whatever your area has, right? If that's your avatar, that's who you sell to. Because most of the people are going to instantly relate and the majority of the others are going to still relate because it's still in that same realm. I guarantee you, I shouldn't say that, most of you do not have your avatar owning a 20,000 square foot mansion. You probably have a couple of them, maybe. By the way, I'd rather take cookie cutters over giant houses any day. But that's not your avatar. Why are you selling to that? Why are you trying to put an ad out there? My ads don't work. No, it's because they're unrelatable. If I have an ad where I'm sitting in my Lamborghini, right? And I'm like, ah, look at my Lamborghini. This is my Lamborghini. Uh, yes. Uh, you should buy this brand of bread. Like, it doesn't relate. It doesn't, I don't own a Lamborghini. Why does that make me want to buy that bread? Right? You have to make an ad relate to who you're talking to. Ads do not talk to everybody. It's not possible for an ad to talk to everybody. We talk about McDonald's all the time. There are vegans who will not eat a McDonald's thing. I don't eat McDonald's my, myself. Like not, not, 
I'm not that guy. I'm just saying I, I don't eat there. I, I haven't eaten there in, in years and years and years. Right? So their ads, no matter how good they are, are not going to translate to me. I'm not their market. Same thing with you. Don't make an ad for somebody who you're not trying to please everybody. You're trying to please the most amount of people. Be relatable in your ads and tell them just enough. Another big mistake that people do with ads is they take an ad and they go everything they could possibly say. It's like, have you ever seen some of these car wraps? And there's like 22 bullet points. What? Maybe that's you and I apologize. Maybe your last ad was, uh, you know, 250 characters of text. No one, no one is reading that. No one. No one is seeing an ad and being so intrigued that they read a paragraph. And no one is intrigued by the ad reading down to the 20, 20th bullet point and that's like, oh, that's the service I need. They read the first one. I don't need the second one. Nah. They move on. It's like being on the first page of Google. If you're on the second page, no one's going to get there. Don't give them all of the information. Not for some weird anything. It's just that people aren't going to care. They're not going to read. The best ad you could possibly do, as far as just simplicity, giving them something, is giving them just enough information to go, what is this one? I want to see more on this. Let me check these guys out. And they click. You gave them just enough to be intrigued. Just enough to want to know more. Now, they want to know more. Now, they are searching you out. They are clicking. They are reading. They are. Now, if they get on your website, they could read everything. Because it's all there. Put it in blocks so they can understand. They can skim it. Right? Bullet points. Bold, you want to be able to skim something. I want to be able to look at something and within two seconds, I can see everything, my brain can translate it, and I can be done. Because we're goldfish. That's all you have to get them, right? Remember, when we create the ad, we want to have it get somebody's attention so they stop. Oh, what's this? Window cleaning. Hmm, all right. Right? If you just put windows or something in the, 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 the term windows, there are more ads out there for buying windows than cleaning windows. People aren't thinking about that, right? Window cleaning is fancy. It's beyond me. Well, do an ad that says anyone can afford window cleaning. Do an ad that says, um, you know, window cleaning, your, getting your windows cleaned is a lot more affordable than you think. Now, we're not selling on price. All we're doing is triggering something to go, oh, hmm. I didn't know that was uh, even an option. I thought that was for the luxury. Get somebody's attention, but then tell them enough to be interested. If you tell somebody just enough to be interested, they're going to do the research. Remember, if you can get somebody to make the decision, even if you help them make the decision, when somebody makes a decision, it's right. Even if it's wrong, it's right because they made the decision. If they go, well, this isn't right, they're not going to do it. The end decider in everybody's life is them, right? Tell them just enough. Get them intrigued, right? All your information can be on the website. Make sure that it's there. They can click through. They can look at it. They can find it easy. Your website is not, you know, the, the website does not, you know, 
Window washing in Albuquerque, New Mexico is great.com. That's way too long. No one's typing that out. It needs to be short. It does also doesn't need to say a message in the it could be just like XYZ is great. You're not ranking because of what's in that name, right? Get them to find you. Get them to be intrigued. Now you have all of that. What did I say the first and main point of an ad is? Is to get someone to buy. The buying trigger is the whole piece of this that makes it work. Because I could tell somebody, hey, I'm an awesome company. Really? Yeah, tell me about you. Here's about, oh man, it sounds like you're an awesome company. All right. Have a great day. Neat. Somebody found out about me. But they didn't buy and they're never going to buy. Why would I spend time telling them about me? Right? There's sometimes an ego when it comes to business because we've created this thing that we want to tell people about. That's why we do the 50,000 square foot mansion. Look at this. Oh my gosh. But the truth of it is, is an ad only works if someone buys. The ad is only successful if it converts to a sale. We spend a lot of time and a lot of money creating ads. It has to make money for us to have an ROI, a return on investment. If it doesn't have an ROI, you have a failed ad. I'm pretty sure that every one of us has had failed ads. We're like, whoa, that one did not, did not sit well with people. Right? We created something that didn't do anything and nobody bought. Well, you don't go, well, that was a successful ad. Nobody bought. Yeah. Lots of people know who I am. Yeah. No. They have to buy. So they stopped scrolling. Hmm, what's this? Yeah, read, read it. They, they looked at it. They found you. Whatever. What is the buying trigger? What makes them buy right this second? You got it in your brain. It's so awesome. Let's do it. The buying trigger has to be the smoothest part of this entire process. It has to be the part that everything else worked up to. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Boom. It has to be. When you're in sales, which you are, there has to be a time when the sale is asked. Right? You don't go to a car dealer. Wow, this is really nice. Can I test? Yeah, the test drive is cool. All right. How do you like it? Oh, man, I love this. This is one of the nicest cars. I'm just so impressed. This is awesome. And the car salesman goes, Yeah, well, cool. All right. Well, let me know if I can ever do anything and walks back inside. And you're like, What? It never happens. What happens is, How'd you like it? Oh, man, it was so great. I can't believe it. This is a nice, amazing car. Well, cool. Well, let's look out the numbers and see if we can get this thing uh, parked in your driveway. You could drive this thing home today. This could be your new life. All right, let's take a look. The process of everything ends in a sale. That means both parties are happy. If there is no sale, right, both parties aren't happy. If somebody comes to you and goes, yes, I'll give you $4 for you to clean my entire house of windows, you're going to say no, right? You're going to say no. That means you're not happy. Both parties weren't happy. They would be happy if you paid $4, but you're not. No sale. If you say, hey, it's going to be $2.99 to clean your windows, 
and they say, awesome, let's do it, they're happy in paying that in exchange for clean windows and you're happy in cleaning the windows in exchange for the money. Get them to buy. The point of sales, the point of ads, the point of everything is for them to go, awesome, I want to use you. Because then once they're in there, the cost of acquisition, right? How much did it cost to find that person and get that person to buy the first time is done. From there, you can go into dentist clothes. You can have them as a reoccurring customer. You can give them the great experience, but you have to get them to buy. The reason you did an ad was so that these people would find you, like you, love you, and then buy. Find the triggers. Get them the sense of urgency. Why would they do that now? How do we get there? How do I help you get to that point? How do I get you to sign up? Is it Tuesday at 9 a.m.? Is that a good time for you? Yes, it is. Perfect. Let's do it. The whole point to ads is the end point in the buying cycle. The buying process, the paying, the purchasing, the cash trading hands, the booking the appointment, that is the reason you did the ad in the first place. So you have to get to that point. If your ad tells them everything, your website tells them everything, oh, it's so great information, and then you just go, all right, see you later. You're not going to do that. You're not the car salesman who found out that the car you just drove was the greatest thing ever. It's changed your life. Holy cow. And you go, awesome. I'm going on lunch. We'll talk to you sometime. You don't do that. Your website shouldn't do that either. Your ads shouldn't do that either. Your coupons or whatever you feel that you're doing, Facebook ads are great. It's a click. Google AdWords is great. It's a click. What gets them to get all of that and then book the appointment? Maybe it's a response a bit on your website, by the way. Uh, link in comments on that, right? Maybe it's something that is triggering them to buy. That is the end result. Your ad has to have that. If your ad is sending them to your website, your website has to get them to buy. Increase the buying and you'll increase your ROI, right? Right. By the way, I don't know if any of you have ever just talked into your camera for 30 minutes, but uh, I say the word right a lot, and people always tell me. Actually, one of my um, bad reviews, I've gotten very few reviews that are bad. By the way, if you're watching, go to iTunes or any of the podcast platforms and just leave me a review. It'd be super rad. But I did get a bad review one time. And it was because I said the word right too many times, right? So anyway, um, but that's it. That's the show. If you liked what you watched, I definitely, definitely appreciate it. And I want to be your account rep. I want to be the guy in your back pocket. Uh, not literally, of course, but I want to be that person to put in all your orders, to have you order through. I want to be your personal rep. So please do let me know. Please do let me know. My number is 862-312-2026. That is my cell phone. So uh, text me. Let me know when the cart's ready. Click save this cart. It's down by the checkout button when you're in the checkout screen. Just click that. I can see it on my side. Text me that it's there. I can put it in. Cost you nothing extra. It's amazing. Um, if you haven't yet to get the American Window Cleaner magazine, awcmag.com. I promise you, you're going to love it. Get that because you're a nerd just like I am, right? Um, get the stickers too. You can buy a bunch of stuff on there too. If you just want a sticker pack, buy all the stickers you want. Uh, as soon as they are done in production, like uh, we run out of that batch, we don't print them again. So anyway, uh, check those out. 
And uh, today's word, if you are watching this, find it on YouTube. Uh, I want to see how many of you made it this far. A lot of you uh, podcast listeners, uh, we have uh, thousands and thousands of listeners uh, every week and only a couple hundred YouTubers. But go to YouTube and uh, in the comment section, just type the word. Um, let's do um, uh, ROI. Just type that. You can put a message, but put ROI. I don't know you'll made it to this part of the video uh, or listen to the podcast and it will make me happy. So anyway, go and do that. I love you guys. Thank you so much for uh, watching. Hopefully you got something out of it. Go out and make sure your ads are absolutely amazing. Now's the time to advertise, but more importantly, go out there and be epic.